The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. So I'm a father of what? I got to find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's Arnold Palmer Invitational. And joining me to break it all down, it's him, it's Greg Ducharme. Hello, sir. I'm here, I'm fired up, and I am excited about this one because we have, uh, we're looking ahead to a great Sunday. And, and today was quite a day, too. Yeah, let's zoom out real quick here. We started Saturday moving day on the PGA Tour with Kurt Kitayama, nine under in the lead. We ended Saturday, moving day, with Kurt Kitayama at nine under and in the lead, but a lot of guys have lined up right behind behind old Kurt. Yes, uh, and some heavy hitters. And it seems like the forgotten guy kind of stands out to me, somehow forgotten. Scotty Scheffler sits Ooh. right there at eight under par. Uh, and, and then you have Victor Hovland, of course, with a beautiful round of 66 today. He gets himself right up there in the mix. These these guys are really impressive, and they play Bay Hill really well. Uh, maybe Kurt Kitayama is the exception, but the two guys chasing him are not only heavy hitters in the in the world of golf. Uh, and I say two guys chasing him. There's a pile, and, and we'll get to that a little bit later on. But the two guys that are one one stroke behind Kitayama play Bay Hill really well, uh, and they hit the ball really really well just about every time they tee it up. I want to try something new tonight, Greg, if you will. Uh, will you humor me on something new? I will humor you. All right. We're going to try to do this a little bit chronologically. We're going to set the stage. Instead of going leaderboard top down, here's what we're going to do. Pearson Cootie out of the gate shoots a 66 this morning. It was a little bit of foreshadowing, Greg, because there were a couple of 66s out there on Saturday. He moves up 46 spots, showed the world what could be done at Bay Hill on Saturday if you play very, very well. And Pearson Cootie continues to impress. Hook him. He, yeah, he is so impressive. Uh, and had had a really good tournament going after round one last week at the Honda Classic as well. It didn't quite pan out for him. But now he sits in a in a really good spot. He's in tied seventh right now at five under total, uh, six under today. And all of a sudden, he's four shots off the lead uh, right there in the mix. And this is a guy, Rick, we talked about this last week, where Pearson Cootie gets himself into contention and has a tendency of winning. Uh, that's what he's done on the corn Ferry tour. He's been very boomer bust so far in professional golf. He's missed a lot of cuts. Uh, and when he's been in position, he's won. 
so it, it first of all, I think it's really cool that he's in this event. Um, and, and I uh, appreciate the story. I love giving him the chance. And now all of a sudden he's making do with it uh, inside the top 10 right now with an opportunity to legitimately win tomorrow. I know it would be a shocker with the Rory McElroys and the Scotty Scheffler's up there on the board, but Pearson Cootie is, um, is looking like the real deal. That 66 was the blueprint for Terrell Hatton's 66. Our 2020 Arnold Palmer Invitational Champion was leader in the clubhouse. He posted seven under par. It was a bogey-free version of a 66, including coming in in 31. Greg, this is Hatton, who loves himself a difficult golf course, obviously has put on the, the red card, cardigan here before thrusting his name into the mix on a Saturday. Yeah, and he's doing it uh, Tyrrell Hatton's way right now, which is pretty cool to see. He's pounding fairways. He's been doing it all week, all three days. He's at 10 of 14 fairways. And for the week, he's tied second in driving accuracy, which if you're not going to be a long hitter, like many of the guys that we have near the top of the leaderboard, you know, one of these big, strong bombers of the golf ball, you got to put the ball in the fairway. And that's what he's done. And he's done it repeatedly. And he's given himself a lot of looks as a result. And then today, for the first time all week, he filled it up on the greens, mm -hmm. led the field today in strokes game putting, gained over four strokes on the greens. And when you see that many circles on the card, there's, usually there's a pretty good sign that they putted pretty well. Uh, and that's exactly what Hatton did today. So he's doing it Hatton's way, which is, um, he, it makes him a real factor in this thing. Certainly does. He is currently just two shots off the lead. Hatton 66 led to another bogey free 66, this time by Victor Hovland. It was. Uh, highlighted Greg by a hole out from uh, the bunker, which is now the third hole out of the week for Victor coming from off the green. He obviously started his week holding out on 10 on Thursday. He made the ace on Friday and birdie out of the bunker on Saturday to put himself in the mix. One shot off the lead. Yeah. And for a guy who you, if you're question one area of his game, it's short game. And if you go a little deeper than that and you question one area of a short game, it's his bunker play. And today he, he technically misses two greens, but the green on 18, it was on the fringe. So he misses one green and it's in a bunker and he holds it. So th this was Victor's day right from the start. He hit the ball beautifully, which kind of like Tyrrell Hatton, he, he does it uh, the Hovland way. And Victor Hovland today Led the, um, I'm sorry, not today. Well, he led the field of strokes game T to green today. That's what I was referring to. Uh, but he hit a, a ton of greens, as I mentioned. And not only that, but he was second in proximity to the hole today. So he was second in proximity. He hit it to 27 feet, hitting 16 greens. It, it's just really good stuff. He leads the week uh, so far, leads the field this week in proximity to the hole. Uh, and and he's really taken advantage. The, the putting has been so-so. He putted really well in round one, putted okay today. But when you hit it that way, you don't really have to. So uh, we're already seeing kind of what Bay Hill offers, where there's a number of different avenues and pathways to play some really good golf. And Victor did it a little bit differently today than, than say, Hatton, who fills it up on the greens. This was hit every shot in the fairway. He hit 12 of 14. Uh, hit every shot on the green and when the one time you miss knock it in 
it's yeah. pretty cool stuff. Uh, I want to dive a little bit into Victor here because we we've obviously been being been paying paying a close attention to to this Greg because it, it, it's so bizarre. You know, he is such a, a talented golfer, and, and he has said this. I mean, he said it in his interview with Damon Hack afterwards as well. Like he has not even really been pleased with the way his game has been trending in the last couple of months, despite the win at the Hero World Challenge. His little baby squeeze cut that he calls it has kind of been turned into a duck hook as of late. And when you're Victor Hovland, you can, you know, you can still finish T20 in Phoenix with that game or something like that. But when we were at Riviera on Wednesday, I walked nine holes with him in, in the practice round. He's working with a new coach. He felt like he was really, really close at Riviera and his trajectory was back and his game was back. And we are now starting to really see that come up here on the leaderboard um, as he feels more comfortable. And especially Greg on a golf course that rewards such strong ball striking. Yes. And you know, to even take that a little bit deeper, um, than what you were saying, Rick, when, when you can see a shot, you see a shot shape, you step up on a hole and you see, all right, I, I take it at that bunker on the left-hand side and I peel it off of that. I know what feel I have to go to in order to hit that shot. This is the go-to shot that most players on the PGA tour, quite frankly, play every shot. They hit their go-to shot every single time. And that's a really reliable way to play. But when that turns into a hook, especially for a fader of the ball, you know, when it turns into the opposite ball flight, it's, it's, it's extremely difficult to play. It's very hard for a fader of the ball to aim to the right because a good swing, the feel you're searching for is going to make it move to the right. Uh, and so when that's not happening, it, it puts you in a real penalty. Uh, and when all of a sudden it starts to click, and what you're thinking about leads to what you see. Now things are are gelling. Now you can start to really play golf and you can plan shots and you can hit the right club off the tee instead of the club you'd think you're least likely to hit a hook with. You, you can start to make the decision that is called for instead of the decision that you're comfortable with. And Victor's at that place right now where he he's playing the game the way the game needs to be played. Uh, and And all of a sudden, the ball striking is paying off. He's on a golf course where you don't have to make a ton of birdies. You just have to keep the ball in front of you, avoid those mistakes. And, and fairways and greens go a long way in that. And Victor played that perfectly today. 208 for Victor. That is eight under, one shot off the lead. He posted the lead when his round was over. But here comes Scotty Scheffler. Birdies on 12, 13, 16, 17. 18. That is not a typo. That is five of the last seven for our defending champion. We have been describing John Rahm as inevitable and relentless and yada, yada, yada. Just apply all those adjectives to Scotty Shuffler. Yes, because uh, it's the it's the same thing. I mean, guess who's leading the field this week in strokes guaranteed to green? Oh, yeah. Every week. Scotty Shuffler <laughs> again. And, and for some reason... He's not in this category of of the one of the best ball strikers in the game, uh, you know, and, and and he is he's in the strangest of spots because Rory and Rom have the name recognition and yeah. and they deserve it. They they have accomplished uh, everything you would hope for and and more, especially in the last nine months or so. Uh, but Scotty Scheffler just continues to 
do what Scotty Scheffler does and add in a win, another win on the, on top of it at the WM Phoenix open is great. Uh, and here we go again with the API, a chance to defend the second event of the season. This is really incredible. I mean, this is becoming well, Scotty season. I, I, I was going to say, we've kind of just jokingly dubbed this the Scotty slam. If he just goes out and defends all four of his titles from last year, well already won in the bag. And now with 18 holes to go, he's one off the lead for number two. And he, even if he doesn't complete the Scotty slam and he just wins this one, it would be six wins in a like 54 week stretch and they'd all be massive insane win. like this is this is a this is crazy this is historic this is I, I don't know how else to describe it but it's not really getting the attention it deserved this, this was I don't know if you remember we were like oh he's on a heater last year it's a heater that's all anybody wanted to describe Scotty Scheffler as he's on a heater he won four times and said no Scotty Scheffler is really freaking good at golf yeah well see this is the thing to me Rick when when you look at what Scotty did after the Masters last year and he started to quote unquote struggle uh, which is not really the right term the right term is he started to not win uh, he, he started to finish second at a U.S. Open, one shot out of, uh, you know, one shot off the lead. He started to contend and not win. And you wonder if there's something wrong. And the, the thing is, his game is good enough to contend without the putter. And, and that's where this ball striking stuff really comes into play. I mean, like you, you kind of half jokingly said, he leads the every week he leads the field tee to green. Yeah, he, he does. And, and the putter is just the the extra piece that allows him to win. It's not the piece that allows him to contend. His game is good enough to contend no matter what. And all of a sudden, he starts rolling in a couple of putts here and there, starts to get hot. Uh, I mean, today, it, most of this comes later. Maybe he was 20th in strokes game putting for the day. He's 35th for the week. And with a good putting day tomorrow, he'll be holding this trophy. So it, it's it's a... Um, it's a super, he is a superstar, an absolute superstar who can handle the most difficult of golf courses. He can handle birdie fests. Um, he makes a ton of birdies, even on the difficult golf courses. He hits it high. He can hit it low. He has one of the best short games in the game. Um, and, and when he's feeling confident on the greens, he's really hard to beat. So this is the guy you got to have circled on top of this leaderboard right now. Uh, Scotty Scheffler also sits at eight under par with Victor Hovland. I, uh, he got bumped out of that final group. We'll talk about that in, in just one second. But while all this is happening, we've talked about Victor. We've talked about Scotty. We've talked about Terrell Hatton. While all this is happening, Rory McIlroy shoots his best round of the week, a 68, a very just ho-hum, four birdies, no bogeys, 14 pars to keep himself within arm's reach yet again at Bay Hill. Yes. Uh, and after 73 on Thursday, especially with a John Rom 65 on Thursday, you're thinking that Rory is done. And this is going to be a, you know, another disappointing designated event for him, which he's kind of been the odd man left out. And now on a place where, Rory is very comfortable where he's putted very well in the past. Um, he's putting well again this week. Uh, maybe he didn't on Thursday, but he definitely did today. And he did yesterday as well. He, Rory is a, uh, a big time factor in this thing. 
has the ability to go super low. Uh, and and the other thing, Rick, we're expecting to get a little bit of rain overnight. Uh, we may get some scattered showers throughout the day tomorrow. We may get a softer golf course than we've had all week tomorrow. And now, again, that's spotty weather. So that that is a Florida hey, chances of rain throughout the day. It, right. it's, it, it could be sunny and beautiful. That, that would not surprise me. But there are there is some rain in the forecast. I think that goes a long way for Rory McIlroy because um, he can. Well, we all know what he can do. So there's there's not even any reason to say it. But leading the field, leading the field and driving distance, um, Rory's got himself. Oh, here's the other thing I wanted to say. He's he's seventh in strokes gained tee to green. Everybody, I always like to do this to try to find you know the key so far to the course. Uh, everybody in strokes gained T to green in the top seven. So not the leaderboard, everybody in the strokes gained T to green leaderboard who's in the top seven is in the top 10 of the tournament, Um, which it very rarely happens. I always look and there's like a very general kind of thing. Oh yeah. A lot of driver, but some guys in the mix do it differently. Well, everybody, everybody who's doing well T to green this week is doing well on the leaderboard. Let's turn our attention to Saturday's final pairing. It was Jordan Spieth and Kurt Kitayama. We'll just we'll just go straight to the top of the board. Kitayama and Greg, uh, you know, it's the it's the gazelle trying to be chased down by a pack of lions. He doubles uh, the par five fourth, and then makes another bogey on nine. Goes out in three over thirty nine, and here we go. Ejection time, right? We're never going to see this guy again. He's about to be dropped from coverage. Nice knowing you, Kurt Kitayama. Didn't happen. Not the case. He's got a little fight in him. Yeah, uh, and and he's not afraid. Now it's fascinating to me because he is the kind of the ultimate popper on the PGA Tour right now, right? He's not a very consistent player week week over week. Uh, you're not going to see him priced near the top of a DFS uh, pricing outline or whatever you want to call it. You're, you're not going to see him in those in those places, yet he has the ability to contend repeatedly. And it was something like in four top tens on the PGA Tour, three of them were top threes. It may be five top tens on the PGA Tour, four top threes. Uh, there, he consistently, when he's feeling it, he contends and he gives himself a real chance to win. And it happened. Brandel talked about this last night on golf central where it's uh, in a final round with Rory McIlroy doesn't blink. John Rahm in Mexico uh, doesn't blink. He's actually beating these guys head to head. And and he had like four or five examples of Kurt Kitayama in a final group against some really big names in the game. And he doesn't blink. Uh, and and there are weeks where he doesn't have it in his game. I think there are a couple things in his swing that lead to that inconsistency. But when he's timing it the way he is this week, he's a he's a factor. Uh, and by the way, he launches the ball for a oh, guy yeah. who's only five six. He yes. moves it, so he is a a small guy, but he plays golf big. Um, and and he's just he he can hit it with any of these guys. Uh, four birdies coming in, one bogey on the card, including rolling it in on 18 for birdie. Not a lot of birdies being made on 18 and gets himself back into the final group. He'll go out with, I haven't seen the tee times yet, but I'm assuming because it's what, first in, last out, it'll yep. be him and Victor on Sunday. That's right. Um, which should be a 
a fine group for him. Again, I, I think Kurt Kitayama can handle any any final group. Um, I, I'm sure it's a great group for Victor. Yeah, you know, here we go. It's it's Victor, Kurt Kitayama, Terrell Hatton, and Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Harris English, Pearson Cootie, Justin Thomas. How about this one? Jordan Spieth, Max Homa, Jason Day, Cameron Young. That's the final six pairings. That's pretty yeah, strong. That's really strong. Uh, and I think maybe Jason Day is a little far back. He's at three under. Um, but I certainly think uh, Max Homa is right there in the mix at four. I, I think the four unders are very much alive here. Um, and the reason for that is you consider, I, I do believe there'll be a 67 out there with the weather forecast. We get a little bit of rain. The wind isn't going to be as high as it has the last two days. Um, I think you're going to have some scores out there, but it's a golf course that's difficult enough without wind where 72 is in play. If Kurt Kitayama goes out and shoots 72 again, uh, all those guys could catch him. I, I We saw 66s being shot today. Uh, and I think it's going to play a little easier tomorrow than it did today. So I, I'd go all the way down to the uh, four unders as having a chance. Storylines wise, you've got Kurt Kitayama going for his first PGA Tour victory. You've got Victor Hovland going for his first U.S. soil, like mainland victory, right? You've got Scotty Scheffler looking to successfully defend his first two titles and go back to back in each of those Terrell Hatton looking to add a second API title in he won in 2020. So in four yeah. years, Rory McElroy in the mix. And then you go down a little bit further than that. I mean, you mentioned it. The, the guys that are looking are Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Max Oma, Cam Young, maybe Jason days too far back. Like what, but like this is any which way you turn, it's pretty awesome. Yes, really awesome. I think the most interesting, the two most interesting to me, this won't come as a surprise. Well, I mean, look, Pearson Cootie, Kurt Kitayama would be big time stories. But to me, McElroy having the chance to kind of close out this circle, you look at the designated events that we've play, played so far. Rom has two, Scheffler has the other. And if Rory has that, um, you know, has the fourth, you'd have some pretty, you got the big three winning all of them. Yeah, it right? would be pretty. I listen, I'm, I stand for Victor. I will get, I'll give anything for him to win this tomorrow, but subplot, if Rory's going to win this, it would be sick. Yes. And if Scotty wins for the it, game, just for yeah, the or game. Scotty, right. Yeah. Scotty wins. You got, uh, well, Scotty has two and Rom has two. Right. I mean, who do you give the edge to? <laughs> I, I probably give it to Scotty. Right. I mean, Rom wins century tournament of champions, uh, a significantly limited field. I, I think it'd be Scotty would kind of have the edge as best player in the world at that point, which this is just going to be a carousel going round and round and round. It feels like for uh, at least this season. Yeah, it, it's awesome. We are we are very, very lucky. Um, we are going to look at the odds board and we do have to talk about one. John Rahm very quickly, but first we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And we're back. Uh, before we see the odds board, Greg, uh, I had to scroll pretty far to find John Rahm. We coronated him on Thursday night. It was a 65. It was over. John Rahm's done. He's, he's got another one. Then he goes back to back 76s. He had a stretch from holes 7 to 13 today. That's seven holes where he made six bogeys. He made eight bogeys in total on Saturday. The 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 robot has malfunctions. He needs a he needs a, a reboot. He needs a reboot bad. And the I mean, look, it's one week. He, I mean, he just this is just uh, kind of surprising, and a lot of it comes from ball striking, which is the, the even more surprising part. I mean, I can understand. A, a player like John Rahm not having a great putting day and kind of falling out of contention. That happens all the time. This is the game of golf, but for him to go out the last two days and lose strokes off the tee, I mean, he, he's lost nearly five strokes off the tee this week. That's it. it yeah. And, and remember he, he was a record setter in strokes gained off the tee last year. He gained over a stroke per round, which has only been done a handful of times. He had a stretch where he gained off the tee for like 35 straight events. This is very, very uncharacteristic. Yeah, there was a point last year. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I looked through his entire career. Uh, we're talking about 2022. He came onto the PGA Tour in 2017, and there had only been four events in his right. career where he had lost strokes off the tee. Yeah. Um, and more have come up since, um, but it, it, it's, a, he's the best driver of the golf ball in the game, but not this week. Uh, and, and not even really at the Genesis, a lot of the fade shots he's been trying to hit, haven't been fading. Uh, I've been noticing the aim kind of a little too far left. He's got a couple of things to work out in his swing, but all in all, he keeps it so simple, um, that I think a bounce back for John Rahm is just about as evident as, um, as somebody winning this tournament tomorrow, <laughs> right? It's going to happen. It's on the verge. All right. Uh, do we have the odds board, please? Here we go. 18 holes to go in Orlando. Scotty Scheffler, one shot back, the favorite to win the API, plus 190. Victor Hovland will keep close tabs on Kurt Kitayama, plus 360 out of that final group. And the man himself at the top of the leaderboard, 
plus 600. Hatton goes for his second title here at plus 650. Same odds as Rory McIlroy, despite McIlroy being a little bit further back. That's the big five, Greg. And then if you want to nibble, uh, Caesars will let you nibble on Justin Thomas at 20 to one or Jordan Spieth at 25 to one. Yeah. And again, I mean, the, the guy that I really like, I'd probably go down even a little bit farther to Max Homa, who I have in front of me here is uh, 45 to one. Okay. Um, and, and again, of course, in this big five, I think there's a very good chance that a Scheffler, Hovland or McElroy ends up winning this tournament and no discredit to Kurt Kitayama, but I think it's one of those three. And I'm not saying anything that surprises anybody. Those are the names that everybody who looks at this board uh, thinks are going to win. But Scheffler and Hovland are leading the way. Strokes gain T to green. There's a very good chance that continues tomorrow. And Rory is probably the next best player on this board in general. Uh, and he loves this place. And I think he is ready to kind of get hot. Um, yeah, you feel like I feel like you're going to say something. So you go ahead and then I'll get to Homa. Yeah, if you're um, if you're not betting Victor Hovland every week, what are you doing? So if you you should already you should already have your like thirty three to one ticket in hand, so you don't have to worry about him on a Saturday night. If you're if if I were here on a Saturday night with one bet to make, I I don't think I could avert my eyes from Rory at six and a half to one. He is just we ha- we haven't had the low round yet, and right he hasn't played all that well, and he's there, and there it's so easy. To give up stroke, you know, th- it would be one thing if he was what is he four back, uh, three back. He's three back, and and this plays like it can turn in a moment's notice. And I think there's kind of two paths, Greg. You talked about you know it gets a little wet or whatever, like that helps Rory. I also think if it's firm and fast, it helps Rory. Right? He hits it so high, and he's I yeah. just I just really see so many paths to the top of the board for him. Yeah, he um he hit a couple shots today. The second shot on 16, just it stopped so quickly. Uh, You know, the long iron, the one on 17, I know it landed on the fringe. It stopped literally immediately, which was probably a bad break. Yeah, that was a bad break. I mean, because I I think Scheffler landed like a foot in a a foot, maybe six inches closer to the hole than Rory did it coming in. And it ends up, you know, being really close. Uh, releasing all the way to the flag. Rory stops on a dime, but Rory can handle the firm and fast. We know that. I, I, I just, I think if it gets a little softer, it could be lights out and Rory could go crazy. G- give me your, give me your Max Homa, your Max Homa take. Homa goes 70, 71, 71. First of all, I love the fact that he hasn't been in the 60s yet and he's T10. Like the, g- g- inject Bay Hill, like right into my veins. Give me your right. Max Homa take. Um, so here's the thing with Max Homa. He's leading the field in strokes gain approach the green for the week. Uh, he, uh, on the putting green, has lost about a shot. He he gained some. He gained a little over a shot Thursday. Lost lost strokes putting the last two days. But he's had some good putting here before. And if you go back to 2021, he gained over seven strokes putting that year, um, which is just two years ago. So I, I think he does feel comfortable on these greens. And I I don't think we've gotten the good putting day out of Max Homa yet. That's why we haven't gotten the round in the 60s yet. Uh, and and you saw it today. Guys made big jumps going out and shooting 66. And, and I think that's there for Max Holma without question. He's going out a little bit early. Um, he has one coming from behind regularly on the PGA Tour now. Uh, so I know he can handle that. I know he's not afraid of, of the moment. And 
this is kind of will Max Holma enter in the final group? I know Kyle Stad is top five, uh, but you know entering in contention, he's a pretty relentless closer, and I wouldn't be surprised if that putter catches fire tomorrow and and he, you know, takes this thing over. One final thought before we get out of here: there will be blood in the one and done. Uh, so to update here, Kyle Porter has Scotty Scheffler. So Kyle with a win could get to six points. Oh, thank you there very much, Josh. Uh, Kyle could get to 6.7 million and overtake the fans, depending on what Matt Fitzpatrick does. Um, who else is in the mix? I have Rory, so I could obviously make a move, but the big issue here, Greg, is that Mark, our leader by two and a half million, has Terrell Hatton. So we are yeah. we are all looking to avoid a Hatton bullet. And um, what a wise play from Mark, who has used some big bullets already. But now you kind of start to realize that well, we got FedEx Cup playoffs at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, those are going to be big movers. If this thing gets close, you want to have some ammunition for that. We still have four majors to go this season. Uh, and what two of them have designated events the following week. So this is, um, there, there's a lot of big time events to go. And if you've wasted all three of the big guns already, you're, you know, you better be near the top of the lead. So when you can go down in a designated event and play, Tyrrell Hatton, right? Who, who maybe you look at this from January to August and maybe he doesn't even fit into your one and done plan. Yeah. Uh, and you get him inside the top five heading into Sunday of a designated event. That's um, kind of an expert pick, in my opinion. Unfortunately, I have to agree and also give uh, Mark Immelman the pat on the back for a very, very nice selection, even though I don't I don't like yeah. to do so. And he could go shoot 82 tomorrow as well. That's very, very anywhere between 62 and 82 is probably in play for Hatton tomorrow. As Mark would say, holding thumbs, holding <laughs> thumbs that Hatton goes out and shoots an 82 tomorrow. Uh, all right. That'll do it. Lots of fun. We will obviously be back after the final putt drops tomorrow night, Sunday night, the Arnold Palmer invitation. We've got some news to talk about. James Hans out there saying crazy stuff. We'll probably have to get to that at some point. And obviously we'll have a champion both here and in Puerto Rico. So we will see about that. But for now, big thanks to producer Josh does all the hard work behind the scenes. Greg Ducharme available on Twitter at the real GFD. And you can find me at Rick run good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.